For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back winning days in the podcast. And I'm going to savor the flavor because it won't last forever. I know an 0-4 day is coming. A negative 10 unit run is coming. But for right now, I'm going to celebrate success. And let's recap the winning card for Wednesday. We cash in the Pirates, the Marlins, the Taggers, under the one and a half in the first five. All three gave me sweaty palms, but we got the job done. Then on the nightcap, we have the Dodgers over the one and a half. They made it interesting early, but in the end, we cashed the ticket. On Twitter, thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. You back the Dodgers over the one and a half, so we get to cash on that one twice. Add it all together, we make $82.88. Before we get to the card for Thursday, I have a major housekeeping list. Number one, all I can say is, wow, thank you for the tremendous response over the last couple of days. I probably spent three, four hours yesterday signing people up for the newsletter. If you still want in, email me, DM me, and I'll get you a copy. You'll be signed up free of charge for as long as it'll go. It was an amazing response, though. Got to meet a lot of you or talk to a lot of you. I had four or five of you with great personalities. You requested the newsletter just to know what game to fade. Well played there, by the way. Elaine in Des Moines, she's a truck driver and a Creighton Blue Jay fan. So that was a good conversation. David in New York City, well, he's originally from Minnesota, and he suffered like me on Saturday night with Golden Gopher hockey losing. Yeah, you had my sympathy, David. Matt is a huge tennis better and has attended the U.S. Open for the last 15 years. That's a cool tradition. I told him that in 1991, watching Jimmy Connors, I've always wanted to go to that tournament. One day, hopefully I go, and maybe I'll get to meet Matt there. And he likes a guy named, I can't pronounce it, Zverev? Yeah, Z-V-E-R-E-V at plus 145 today at the ATP Monte Carlo. I went to Noah in Florida, also a huge tennis guy. In that same match, Noah told me to take the over. So you got two tennis plays for me. Not official podcast plays, but kind of cool. I got a couple tennis plays out of these guys. Dylan in Western Pennsylvania, he loves to fish for the catfish. Silly me. I didn't even know they had catfish in Pennsylvania. And then with one lister, I'm in the doghouse. Yeah, hokey boy Tom, not happy with me. I He gave me a five-star review. I said I'd back his hokies only to back LSU in the women's final four when he needed me the most. So yeah, I apologize, Tom. I have circled your football opener now against Old Dominion. In your honor, I will be betting the first half under just for you. Then the most common email that I'm getting right now or DM is I can't find the first five line. So I do apologize that not all books are offering these first five team totals. Yes, I'm talking to you, FanDuel. Please add it. People want it. Please add it to the card. I'm a DraftKings stockholder, so I have no issue telling you that they are one of the best books for offering baseball markets. They typically are the one of the first to post the lines. And yes, they do, of course, offer the first five team totals. 
And for those of you that need an offshore solution, bet online, one of the first to post the lines as well. And they also offer the first five team totals. Then I'm hearing from the guys at Better Edge. They hope to have the first five markets added before the all-star break. So fingers crossed, that would be a huge win for all of us. Speaking of Better Edge, my plan this year was to be 100% social betting on the podcast. But without the market that I needed, I had to adjust. I'm still a big, big believer in Better Edge. I continue to post on Twitter a link every day with Major League Baseball game overs and unders. I put $20 on each side, plus $100. I'm hoping to break even. If both sides get filled, I lose no money. But two people get an opportunity to bet without having to pay the juice or fees. Hopefully, that'll grow the community. And that's kind of what I'm going for with Better Edge. Then my final point here is I try to value everyone's time, but I do know that we have all levels of listeners on this podcast. A chunk of you are much more skilled at handicapping than me. Most of you are like me, win some, lose some. And some of you are brand new and just starting with sports betting. Shows like The Early Edge, well, I know they do a better job of helping to educate, but keep in mind, my DMs are open. My emails are open. If I'm on the grid, I normally respond. I'm still learning every day. I still see wagering strategies that pique my interest all the time. Feel free to reach out. And uh, if I have not responded to an email, please check your spam or clutter. To be quite honest, I've sent too many emails probably out to try to get sponsors, trying to get on bigger shows, and I get rejected all the time. So I'm in some spam folders. So if you don't see a response from me, check those folders. It's probably there. So now let's get to the card for Thursday. That's enough jabber for today. So I'm going to play one game twice today. So if you add it together, I probably like the first five over as well, but I'm sticking to the team totals. It's the Phillies at the Reds. So it's Bailey Falter for Philadelphia. He's making his third start of the season. He has a 2.61 ERA and 1.06 whip on the year. 20 appearances a year ago, mostly starts. He had a 3.86 ERA, a 2.42 ERA on the road, and this is a road game. A career 2.94 ERA in the minors over a lot of innings, 459 and a third. So everything looks good on the surface for Falter, but there's a couple factors working against him. Number one, Great American Ballpark has a ballpark factor that favors the overs. That's not good. It's a good hitter's park. And then we have the back-to-back situation. Last time out, out, Falter went five innings against the Reds, gave up one run on four hits with no walks traditionally, ERAs tend to be a tad bit higher in the situation where a pitcher is facing the team in back-to-back spots. So it's tough for me to pass plus money here. So let's grab it. I'm on the Reds over the two and a half runs in the first five at a plus 115. I will admit, though, also here, it was a small slate of games. I don't love really anything on the card, so I'm giving you the plays I like. So yeah, I'm really doubling down on that. Be careful for an 0-4 day, I guess. Game number two, same game, Phillies at Reds. It's Nick Lodolo for Cincinnati. He tells the rubber for the Reds for the third time this year. He has a 1.50 ERA, a 1.17 whip. Last year, a 3.66 ERA, over 19 starts. He was an exception to the rule at home with a wonderful 2.85 ERA over 66 and a third innings. He pitched well against the Phillies in two starts last year, 12 and a third innings, four runs, for a 2.92 ERA. So it's a deja vu concern for me. Ladello faced these same Phillies on Saturday, went seven innings, giving up no runs, just three hits, two walks, and 12 strikeouts. Last year with a much larger sample size, 
First time around the batting order, teams hit 216 against him. Second time around the batting order, they hit 277. First time around the batting order, he got 63 strikeouts. Second time around the batting order, 41 strikeouts. So this ballpark, the back-to-back situation, the Phillies have struggled to score, but I can't support the under, so I'm going over. I'm on the Phillies over the one and a half in the first five at a minus 125. Next up on the card for the third consecutive day, we go north of the border. It's Detroit at Toronto. So it's Chris Bassett for Toronto, his third start of the season for the righty. He had an ugly debut at St. Louis, giving up nine runs over just three and a third innings. He had a much better number against the Angels. He went six innings, giving up three runs, but I don't like the fact that he walked five. That gives a guy gray hair. So after two road starts, he has a 10.61 ERA, a 1.82 whip. Last five years with the A's and the Mets, 3.81 was his worst year for an ERA. 1.24 was his worst whip. Last year, he had a 2.95 ERA when pitching at home. Bottom line, he's much better than his number so far this season. The Tigers can't seem to get off that three number. They're still averaging three runs per game after scoring three in each of the first two games of this series. It's the rubber game of the series for me. I've won one, lost one. So let's do it for the third straight day. I'm on the Taggers plus money under the one and a half at a plus 115. Then the final game of the card for you. Oh boy, I do not like this one. It's the Boston Red Sox at the Tampa Bay Rays. It's Corey Kluber going for Boston. Like everyone else today, it's his third start of the year for the righty. Hammered at home against Baltimore. Went just three and a third innings, giving up five runs. Much better in his second start, going five innings, giving up one run against the Pirates. The huge concern outside of the 6.48 ERA and the 1.68 whip is the three homers that he's allowed so far this season. Kluber pitched for the Rays last year. That's an interesting fact there. A 3.71 ERA at the drop over 15 starts. The Rays are undefeated. They're averaging 7.55 runs per game. And yet I'm going to lay juice to bet the under. Doesn't seem like a good idea, but all good things must come to an end. I'm going to back Corey Kluber against his former team. I'm on the Tampa Bay Rays under the two and a half runs of the first five at a minus 125. So let's recap your card for a Thursday. I'm a nervous wreck about it. So here we go. I'm on the Cincinnati Reds over the two and a half runs of the first five at a plus 115. I'm on the Philadelphia Phillies over the one and a half runs in the first five at a minus 125. I'm on the Detroit Tigers under the one and a half runs in the first five at a plus 115. And I'm on the Tampa Bay Rays under the two and a half runs in the first five at a minus 125. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.